0: 28K
1: News. It's one o'clock, I'm Sean Kennedy. The headlines, Hong Kong counts itself lucky after Typhoon Higos, oh, Sorry, Higos brushes past the SAR. Air India is banned from flying to Hong Kong for two weeks after 11 passengers were diagnosed with COVID-19. A teachers group accuses the Education Bureau of lacking transparency over changes to Liberal Studies textbooks. And Joe Biden is formally nominated as the US Democratic Party's presidential candidate. Hong Kong was left largely unscathed by the first typhoon to brush past the territory this year. The observatory issued signals of number eight or higher for more than 12 hours because of HIGOS. Damon Pang reports.
2: Typhoon HIGOS came and went quickly and didn't inflict significant damage on the SAR. Seven people sought treatment at public hospitals after getting hurt because of the weather. Police say a 70-year-old woman and her son had to be rescued from Grass Island off Sai Kung after their camping supplies were blown away by the strong winds this morning. A helicopter couldn't reach them because of the bad weather, and rescuers had to hike in to help them. They refused to be taken to hospital afterwards. This man was also among a group who ignored warnings from the authorities and went weather-watching at the pier in Chim Sha Chui. He just, is, like, says Hong after a year of turmoil, he thinks Hong or, Kongers can't so be scared be of the storm and should resist it head-on. During the typhoon, the government received 53 reports of fallen trees, two cases of flooding, but no landslide reports. Franchise bus services were suspended, as were the ferry, tram and the peak tram. The MTR ran at limited surface, and speed restrictions were imposed for bridges like Tsing Ma and Teng
1: Kau. The Department of Health has confirmed it's banned Air India from flying to Hong Kong for two weeks after 11 of its passengers who arrived on Friday were diagnosed with COVID-19. Timmy Sung has details.
2: In a statement to RTHK, health officials said the department invoked the prevention and control of disease regulation to prohibit Air India from landing in Hong Kong from yesterday. The ban lasts until the end of the month. It's thought to be the first time officials have invoked this regulation since it came into force in mid-July The government has requested inbound travelers from nine countries including India to provide proof of a negative coronavirus test within three days of the departure On Monday, the Indian flag carrier tweeted that due to restrictions imposed by Hong Kong authorities flights
1: AI310 and 315 between Delhi and Hong Kong had been postponed the Education Bureau has been accused of a lack of transparency when it advised local publishers to modify their Liberal Studies textbooks. The Hong Kong Liberal Studies Teachers Association says some publishers removed the term the separation of powers and questions on civil disobedience after using the Bureau's professional consultancy service, which was launched early this school year. The Association's chairman, Lau Kam fai says he's not sure why the changes were made.
2: This is the concern of our association because the whole process is not transparent. We do not know um, the process, how they exchange their ideas. We do not know, nor do we know um, the criteria. That the, why is the removal of some of the content, why some can re, uh, retain there and some have to uh, modify it into other things.
1: A union leader has dismissed a government suggestion that supermarkets offer discounts in exchange for anti-epidemic subsidies. Carol Ng, the chairwoman of the Confederation of Trade Unions, was commenting after the government said it was preparing the second round of its Employment Support Scheme, or ESS. Ms Ng criticised the scheme, saying money was handed to employers who, in many cases, didn't pass it on to workers. She says the government should tighten the scheme by telling employers they can't force staff to take unpaid leave or pay cuts.
0: So many employers, after taking the ESS, they are not giving to the staff. And all these workers throughout Hong Kong facing unpaid leave situations. By giving the discounts in the supermarkets, you couldn't relieve any situations about unpaid leave, isn't it?
1: Overseas now, and Joe Biden has been formally nominated as the U.S. Democratic Party's presidential candidate on the second evening of the party's virtual national convention. He was proposed through video speeches from states around the country. Participants included two former presidents, Bill Clinton and Jimmy Carter. Mr. Clinton described the nominee as a down-to-earth, get-the-job-done guy, and he criticised President Trump. If you want a president who defines the job as spending hours a day watching TV and zapping people on social media, he's your man. Denying, distracting, and demeaning works great if you're trying to entertain or inflame. But in a real crisis, it collapses like a house of cards. COVID just doesn't respond to any of that. In front of the Statue of Liberty in New York, the Democratic Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer made this plea for voters to back Mr. Biden.
2: Together, we can reignite the hope once felt by millions of men and women, huddled masses on creaking ships, who glimpsed this mighty woman with her torch, knowing they could build a better life here in America. And out of this long national nightmare, America will finally awaken to a brighter future and a new day.
1: The Postmaster General of the United States says he's suspending changes to the Postal Service, which had led to claims he was trying to interfere in November's presidential election. Louis DeJoy, a financial donor to President Trump, said no changes would be made till after the polls and he expected postal ballots to be delivered on time. Speaking to reporters in New York, the Democratic U.S. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said despite the turnaround, Mr. DeJoy's actions undermined his authority and trustworthiness.
2: The Postal Service is not only how we send a ballot, it is a core service of any civilized society. And an attack on our Postal Service and an attempt to dismantle our Postal Service out of a selfish desire to sabotage our democracy and maintain a grip on power is an attack on all of us.
1: The U.S. Senate Intelligence Committee has concluded that Russia intervened aggressively on behalf of Donald Trump in the 2016 presidential election. Its report broadly upholds the results of a similar investigation by the Special Counsel Robert Mueller. Here's the BBC's Barbara platt
2: The Senate Committee report is exhaustive. It's around 1,000 pages long, the product of more than three years of investigations. It doesn't reach a conclusion about whether the Trump campaign criminally conspired with Moscow to sway the election, but it does provide more detail of significant contacts between Trump associates and the Russians. It notes, for example, that the campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, shared internal polling data with Russian officials. The bipartisan report adds weight to the Mueller investigation, which has been attacked by Mr. Trump and Republicans close to him as a politically inspired witch hunt.
1: President Trump has pardoned the 19th century women's rights activist and anti-slavery campaigner Susan B. Anthony. It comes 100 years after American women got the right to vote, a cause she'd championed. Here's the BBC's Nada Torfik.
0: President Trump stood with a line of women's rights activists behind him, promising them a surprise to mark the special occasion which he called a monumental victory for equality, justice and America. He then announced a complete pardon for Susan B. Anthony, asking why it had taken all these years. In the past, the president has used his power to erase the convictions of people he knew personally, such as his longtime political advisor, Roger Stone. This gesture comes just weeks before Election Day, as Democrats are holding their national convention, and as the president's support among female voters, and particularly suburban women, is slipping.
1: The United States and China have agreed to double the number of airline flights that each other's airlines can operate between the countries from four to eight a week. It marks a further easing of a standoff over travel restrictions imposed during the pandemic. US authorities announced the increase, saying China decided this week to permit expanded flights by United and Delta. But South Korea has reported the highest daily rise in coronavirus cases since early March as an outbreak in the capital, Seoul, appeared to intensify. The 297 infections marked the sixth straight day of triple digit increases. The government ordered the closure of nightclubs, karaoke bars, buffets and cyber cafes earlier this week, banned all in-person church services and restricted outdoor and uh, restricted indoor and outdoor gatherings to no more than 50 and 100 people respectively. Belarus and the disputed president of Belarus, Alexander Lukashenko, has accused the opposition of attempting a coup by setting up a coordination council to facilitate a transfer of power. He's threatened action against the 35 members appointed by his leading opponent, Svetlana Tichanovskaya, saying he had the means to cool down hotheads. Mr. Lukashenko said the aim of the group was clear.
2: First, First, they created some sort of opposition headquarters in the country. They showed us their other side, and they demand nothing less than the transition of power. We see it unequivocally.
1: It is an attempt to seize power, with all the consequences that come with it. Scientists say the Atlantic Ocean could contain up to 200 million tonnes of microplastics, ten times more than previously believed. Many particles are smaller than the diameter of a human hair. Here's the BBC's Victoria Gill.
0: In the decades that our discarded plastic waste has been finding its way into the environment, much of it has broken down into tiny pieces too small for us to see. So Dr Katsia Paborsova from the National Oceanography Centre in Southampton led an expedition to find all that missing microplastic. On that expedition from the UK to the Falklands, Katsia used what's essentially a large ocean-going sieve with a very fine mesh to drag through the top 200 metres of the sea at different locations. That revealed that up to 21 million tonnes of microplastic is floating in those upper layers of the ocean.
1: Ecuador says nearly half of the Chinese fishing boats around the Galapagos Islands have turned off their tracking systems. Authorities say a fleet of mostly Chinese boats had turned off their had increased from 260 to 325 since mid-July, and 149 had turned off their transponders. They said this was a violation even though the boats were in international waters. Early this month, Beijing banned its vessels from fishing near the exclusive economic zone of the Galapagos, whose wildlife is protected from September to November. Finance now, and in the currency markets, the US dollar is trading at 105.56 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 19 cents. The pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 25 cents. And the stock exchange morning session was cancelled because of Higos. And so with the sports, here's Adam Chung.
0: Paris Saint-Germain have reached the final in football's European Champions League for the first time. Angel Di Maria scored a goal and set up two for PSG as they cruise past Germany's RB Leipzig 3-0. The French football journalist Julien Laurent says it's hard to think of a better performance by PSG this season.
1: Collectively, it was certainly one of the best performances that they've had this season, but even since Thomas Tuchel arrived it looked like they were all so focused already knowing exactly what they had to do they were so focused so composed on the ball and they could have scored seven eight goals tonight Uh, Neymar hit the the post twice he had a huge chance early on Mbappe missed a couple as well so it could have been even worse for Leipzig and that's how good PSG were they were just unplayable untouchable at time again helped by the the poor first half of Leipzig but I just thought they were fantastic all, all really all night long.
0: PSG will play Bayern Munich or Lyon in Sunday's final. To the NBA playoffs and a couple of humbling results for this year's title contenders. LeBron James recorded a triple-double, but the Los Angeles Lakers failed to shake off the 8th seeded Portland Trailblazers who took Game 1 of their best-of-seven, 100-93. Damian Lillard led the Blazers for 34 points, while the Lakers wasted LeBron's 23-17 rebounds and 15 assists. In the East, the top-ranked Milwaukee Bucks got a wake-up call courtesy of the Orlando Magic. Nikola Vucevic scored a playoff career-high 35 points in a 122-110 to 110 magic win. Milwaukee's reigning MVP, Yanis Antetokounmpo, finished with 31 points and 17 boards, but failed to score a field goal in the final 11 minutes of the game. Uh, we just got to play, play hard, um, just make them feel uncomfortable. You know, we uh, were doing it at times, but uh, we got to do it for longer uh, stretches. Hopefully, we can come out in uh, game two and uh, just uh, you know, be more aggressive, get in passing lanes, use our hands, be a little bit more physical, and, uh, and just get them off the uh, their rhythm. Jimmy Butler scored a game-high 28 points as the Miami Heat won their opener against the Indiana Pacers, 113-101. And the Houston Rockets raced past the Oklahoma City Thunder, 123-108, behind a game-high 37 points from James Harden. On the ice, Alex Ovechkin scored twice, including the game-winner, to help the Washington Capitals stay alive in the NHL playoffs. They came from two goals down to beat the New York Islanders 3-2, preventing a four-game sweep. And that's you look at sports.
1: And to end the news, the top stories once again. Hong Kong counts itself lucky after Typhoon Higos brushes past the SAR. Air India is banned from flying to Hong Kong for two weeks after 11 passengers were diagnosed with COVID-19. A teachers group accuses the Education Bureau of lacking transparency over changes to liberal studies textbooks. And Joe Biden is formally nominated as the U.S. Democratic Party's presidential candidate. The news from RTHK. The symptoms of
2: COVID-19 can be mild. Don't go to work or school if feeling unwell. Wear a mask and consult a doctor promptly. Ask doctors at accident and emergency departments, general outpatient clinics, private hospitals or clinics for free testing provided by the Department of Health. Return the specimen to a designated collection point or use the door-to-door specimen collection service for a fee. Test promptly for early detection. Legislation on national security in Hong Kong is designed to safeguard national sovereignty, security, and development interests. It will also ensure that Hong Kong becomes a safer, more stable city. The legislation is aimed at an extremely small minority of those whose behavior and activities pose threats to national security. It will not affect the legitimate rights and freedoms enjoyed and exercised by Hong Kong residents in accordance with the law. National security law preserves one country, two systems, and restores stability.